Welcome to the Theory and Practice Podcast, hosted by me, Anna Cordera. I created Theory and Practice after growing tired of the exclusive and perfectionist nature of wellness conversations. And so my hope is that with this platform and this podcast, we inspire you, the next generation of changemakers, to prioritize self-discovery before self-improvement. So every week, we'll bring you the ideas and resources to help you get to know yourself better through conversations with young emerging thought leaders and established trailblazers and the ever so often solo episode with just me sharing a book or idea that has helped me in my journey of self-discovery. So thanks so much for listening and for joining along. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Theory and Practice podcast. This week, I'm coming to you live, just me, from my apartment here in New York. Thank you for all those watching. This is the first episode with video and audio. And today I wanna talk about a mental framework that has changed my life for the better. And that framework is what I call the long-term thinking framework. So in short, what this means is that whenever I'm faced with making a decision, I value the long-term impact over the short-term impact of that decision. So in essence, I pause and reflect on what the decision will bring me in the long term. And I reflect on what the decision will bring me on the short term. Most of the time, if not always, the long term benefits outweigh the short term benefits. And I apply this framework to all aspects of my life. And I want to share it with you all today because it really is life changing. And I wish I had learned it when I was younger, primarily in college. But It doesn't matter, we're here now. So the four areas that you can apply this framework to your life to change your life are number one, your health, two, your relationships, three, your work and career, and four, your finances. So to give you a quick example of how I incorporate this into my daily life, let's just say that I'm sitting on the couch watching a ton of TikToks, I haven't moved my body all day. I pause and think, okay, I could either sit here and continue watching TikToks and be very comfortable and cozy and warm, or I could move my body, go on a run, go on a walk, do a bar workout and feel so much better after knowing that I moved my body, that I, that I had some sweat, that I just did something beneficial for my health. And when I pause and think of both of those outcomes, one short-term, one long-term, I prioritize a long-term outcome. I prioritize getting up from the couch and going on a workout, going on a run, doing a bar workout, whatever it is, because I know it's going to make me feel better. And when I think about the future, when I make a decision, I make better decisions for myself. The reason why I wanted to share this framework is because, again, I wish I had learned it when I was younger. And trust me, if you're in college, if you just graduated, if you're in your early 20s and you're listening or watching this, just try to incorporate it into your life. It will save you time and it will be very beneficial for your love life, your career, your finances. So just Think about the future you and the future you is thanking you for prioritizing this mindset. But anyway, let's go back a few years ago when I first heard of the Stanford Marshmallow Experiment. Many of you probably know what I'm talking about, but if you don't, I will link out what I'm talking about in the show notes below. But essentially, this was an experiment or a study done by Stanford researchers that gave little kids, I think elementary school age, the option to 
either eat a marshmallow now or wait 15 minutes alone in a room and get a second marshmallow. And this study was really to understand the human behavior when it comes to gratification. And what researchers found is that we are wired for instant gratification. And I think it makes sense because if you think about evolution, like when we were hunters and gatherers, we had to think about the next 15 seconds to survive. So in essence, we really needed to be instantly gratified to survive. It was just a survival mechanism. We live in a modern society now. We live during a time and a place where we no longer have to survive by instantly gratifying ourselves. We can now afford to wait. And what we've seen or what I at least have experienced from delaying the gratification is that it's actually much more beneficial for me if I delay gratification, if I think long term, if I choose not to be seduced by the idea of instant gratification. So I wanted to start with this marshmallow experiment study because it's really interesting and there are are a ton of commentary pieces on it, so you can check those out. But the one that I do recommend that you read is the James Clear commentary on the study, which just further emphasizes the importance of delaying gratification for your growth and for ultimately success. With that, let me explain how I prioritize delaying gratification or long-term thinking across the four areas of my life, health, relationships, career, and finances. Let's start with health. So health, as I mentioned, I give you an example of, you know, how I've changed my relationship to like sitting on the couch and watching TikToks and don't get me wrong, I still do that. But now when I know that I want to move my body or when I know that I want to do something that has long-term benefits, I get up from the couch and I go do that. In college and a little after I graduated, I went out all the time and I drank because how it made me feel in the moment. I hated hangovers, I still do, and yet I would still drink and get drunk, get wasted, and be terribly ill the day after. And it wasn't until like I finally realized that I couldn't keep drinking without purpose and that I couldn't keep prioritizing the moment versus the morning after that I changed the way that I approach alcohol now. And the way that I approach it now is I'll have a few drinks, I'll drink whenever I want, if I want, but I know that in the morning I have things to do. And because I have things to do, I'm going to prioritize the future me versus the me in the now to be able to do whatever I want to do the morning after. Another example of this is if you're out with your friends and there are a ton of tequila shots being passed around. What do you do? Do you, and you've hit your alcohol limit. You can no longer drink or otherwise you're just going to be wasted. Do you fall for peer pressure and take that shot even though you don't want to? Or do you choose to be uncomfortable for a little bit and not take that last tequila shot and feel like a weirdo, but wake up in the morning feeling like yourself? And it's really hard to make those decisions. It's really, really, really hard to prioritize the long-term benefit of something over the short-term benefit. But when you do, your mind and your body thank you, especially when you're thinking about this from a health 
perspective. Now, when it comes to relationships, the best example of how I prioritize long-term thinking with my relationships is in the realm of forgiveness. So I used to be someone that held on to grudges all the time and it was very difficult for me to like genuinely forgive someone until, of course, life threw me a lesson. And three years ago, my birthday came along and for me my birthday is really important three of my best friends i hope they don't get mad at me for saying this but three of my best friends forgot my birthday and i was incredibly heartbroken that this happened and of course you know they sent me long apologies and i sent back you know a long explanation of how i felt I knew that if I held on to that grudge, it wouldn't be beneficial for the long term of the relationship. In that moment, it was very difficult for me to see the apology, accept it and move on versus just dwell in this anger and frustration and sadness that that I felt because I knew that this was these were friendships that I wanted to continue having and nurturing. And if I held on to these grudges, they would not be nurtured the same way. So I can best explain the long-term thinking framework in the sense of forgiveness when it comes to relationships. When someone wrongs you and they apologize, accept the apology and move on. It's going to be so much more beneficial for your relationship if you do that. When it comes to work and career, so the best way that I can put this is that the career that you want takes work and you got to put the reps in. There is no shortcut to success. There is no shortcut to you creating the life of your dreams without actually doing something to create the life of your dreams so the best way that i can explain applying this framework to your career is number one be very clear with what you want out of your work life out of your career and work towards that and put in the reps and when you have that north star and that vision of where you want to go it just gets easier to show up every single day for example for me you know i hope to bring theory and practice to more people My hope is that this platform serves as a way for all young people who are interested in personal development and self-discovery to get the information, get the food for thought, get the resources to go on their journeys of self-discovery and become more self-aware, more introspective, and ultimately benefit in their love life, in their work life, in their personal life, in whatever aspect of their life they want to apply self-discovery to. But I'm in the early, early stages of building theory and practice. And sometimes when I look back at an episode I did a few months ago or read the caption that I wrote for a social media post, I would be lying to you if I said that I wasn't cringing sometimes or listening to my voice on a podcast episode. But I can't wallow in the cringe if I want to build something sustainable and big in the future. And because I want to build something that is sustainable and big and beneficial for thousands of people, I have to maintain my focus on the long term and not so much in the short term of what will people think of this episode or of this video promo that's not edited that well. It's not beneficial thinking that way and it's not going to get you where you want to go. Long story short, when it comes to your work and your career, don't sweat the small stuff. Just focus on the road ahead and on the long-term vision of your career. And then lastly, the fourth area here is finances. Finances is, it's actually an area that I just recently got comfortable speaking about, but the way that I approach my finances is with an idea that I want to retire a certain age. I want to live a certain comfortable life. And to do that, I got to make my money grow and I got to invest. And if I want to 
you know, perhaps splurge on a specific item or experience, I got to understand the consequences of that. So for finances, what I recommend is just consciously spending your money, consciously thinking about the retirement future that you want for your life, for your kids, for your family, so that you can spend your money more wisely. Now, of course, these are just four areas of my life that I apply the long-term thinking framework to, but you can apply it to many other aspects of your life. And I just strongly encourage everyone to just think about the long-term benefit over the short-term benefit, because I can guarantee you that for the most part, the long-term benefits outweigh the short-term benefits. That framework has changed my life, and I have no doubt that it will change yours. To wrap things up, I will leave you with five key takeaways to apply the long-term thinking framework to your lives. Number one, long-term thinking is prioritizing the long-term impact of a decision over the short-term impact. Number two, long-term thinking is having a clear vision for the future and prioritizing that future in the now. Number three is long-term thinking is a framework that benefits all aspects of your life, including your health, your relationships, your career, and your finances. Number four, the sooner that you can embody this mindset, the sooner you'll see the benefits. And number five, I'll leave you with a quote from Dory Clark, who is the author of the book, The Long Game, How to Be a Long-Term Thinker in a Short-Term World. And she writes, at the end of the day, what becoming a long-term thinker most requires is character. It's the courage to carve your own path without the reassurance of doing exactly what everyone else in the crowd is. So take that, simmer on it, and of course, always let me know what you think. Let me know if you like this video format, and I'll see you next week. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you did, please give us a rating, a follow, or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. You can find Theory and Practice on Instagram, on TikTok, as well as our website, theoryandpractice.com. And thanks so much again. We'll see you next week.